Yes, it's the Finnish Football Show. Thanks for joining us for another episode of our match report show. This new format that we've been trying out for a little while. We've got the whole team here again today. Hi, Keke. Hey, hey. Hi, Rich. Moi. And hi, Mark. Howdy. So we're just recording this about half an hour after the end of Finland 1, Ukraine 2. Um, I think it's fair to say we're feeling a little bit flat. Um, we were supposed to start this call by joining Mark H in his car or minibus on the way back from the game, but it didn't quite pan out the way you wanted it to in, in many ways, Mark. No, no, I was attacked. Well, no, I was attacked. That's a big way to start. No, <laughs> with a bit of a flu from the kids. So a mini Nuha is what it's called. And um, even though the, you know, the mask mandates are gone and, and COVID's generally under control, it's still the case that when you get to large scale events, you can't have any symptoms. So any like sneezes or coughs or anything like that. And the securities will, will turn you away. So uh, the lads, the lads agreed that, uh, this would be better for me to sit out on the bench and, and you know, I have to say, uh, given the the way we played, <laughs> maybe 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 being stuck on my sofa wasn't the worst thing tonight. Okay, we we were the first two to to jump into this call, and uh, you 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 seem quite down about the about the performance and the result and and everything. Why don't you uh, talk a little bit about how the how the game started? Well, yeah, while I was, um, I was a bit down, really. I mean, I've, um, we all know that the Finland team's come a long way and uh, I am usually ever the optimist. I, um, I did fancy our, our chances against them today. We, um, we'd all said in the, in the, in the pre-match and in our, in our blog post that they are the, the draw specialists. So um, with that in mind, that was the, the very least I was hoping for, really. But, um, but yeah, I was still... Still battling with my uh, my various attempts to watch the match, and found out that we were one nil down when I finally got a one of these um, streams to operate. But, it's always um, always frustrating when you're when you're trying to get get into the game, you know, especially like logging in or whatever, and it's not quite working, and then you finally get in there and find you're already one yeah. one down. Exactly, which was um, yeah, which was how it started for me. But um, yeah, I think we can all agree. Finland were just uh, just that little bit slow tonight. I think that's the word that we've we've shared a, around the WhatsApp group, the FFS WhatsApp group throughout the game, and I think that's what sums it up. Really, they were just um, just too slow. Ukraine looked faster, quicker, stronger. I mean, to use a to use a football cliche, they they Ukraine looked like they wanted it more, but I suppose. We were just chatting off air there, and, and Rich has reminded me that um, that Ukraine are probably a little bit better than us, despite their recent results. Yeah, Rich, you appeared last weekend on the Ukrainian equivalent of the Finnish football show, talking about this game, and we we linked to it in the in the Facebook group, and uh, uh, and and actually, I think in the in the preview for this as well, I, I added the link in there. Um, tell us a little bit about the, the 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 first half of the game from your perspective. Um, it was difficult because um, conceding a goal so early was it I was less than four minutes on the clock. 
uh, and Thomas Lamb, who was playing in place of Tim Sparles, just looked, I say, rusty. He, he hasn't really been in the international fold very much for the last couple of years. Uh, he's playing his club football in Bulgaria now. And he got turned a little bit too easily for the goal. Um, and and after that, Finland were kind of chasing a bit, but they just looked lethargic. And and the players that you come to expect of being quite reliable, players like Ari Uri was making mistakes. Toivio wasn't looking particularly fresh either. And I mean, Toivio hadn't played the last two qualifiers. He'd been on the bench. And you wonder if that was kind of a bit of long-term planning from, from Riva um, that maybe he was looking towards the future and he came in today because of Shaughnessy was out and it's interesting because um, the, the, mm. the the Ukrainian podcast guys were quite they, they were their opinions were buoyed a little bit by the fact that we had these these players out like uh, like O'Shaughnessy and like um Uranen, yeah. Uranen, sorry yeah. yeah and then and, and we were less sort of worried about that but it turns out that that did seem to make quite a difference even if it was just in the balance not necessarily the quality a little bit, yeah. I mean, um, Shaughnessy normally plays on the left of the three. Uh, Reitler moved back to the left to cover where Urenon would usually play. But it wasn't even there that was particularly the issue. It just seemed like the... I mean, you had certain players. I mean, Kamara looked, looked very good again. But, I mean, players were making basic errors. A lot of the passing was was easily cut out and telegraphed. And, yeah, it was just difficult. I think too, too many players had off days and, and a couple of the replacements came in and didn't look... You know, they did look like there was a hole there. And as, as Keke said before, you know, if Spa wouldn't play, Schuller would have played, but then he was suspended. So, you know, you're down to your kind of third choice. And, and even Yoni Kalko, if he was playing at the level he was a year or two ago and not finding his feet in India, he'd have probably played. Um, so it's it's difficult. I mean, of you know, circumstance, but, you know, that kind of showed really that, that Finland weren't at the top of their game when they really, really needed to be. It was a it was a lovely strike from Yarmolenko in the in the fourth minute from the from the edge of the box curled it in past Luke in goal and I think he may have seen it a bit late but I think even if he'd seen it from the very beginning he would have uh, he'd have had no chance with that. Yeah, but you've, I mean you've got to factor in that that's it's in a sense what they do you know what I mean I think if, if you t- if you take any one of those Ukrainian midfielders and type them into Google you're going to get a, a, a video of a 25 30 yard sort of howitzer of goal because that's that's they, they, they you know they're, they're not usually ones for tap-ins although we did let one of those go past us tonight so i think the amount of time and space that you had in the edge of the box was i mean you've got to prepare better for that because that's what they're really good at and and i think even i mean even with the position that 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 lamb had for that first goal he was i mean I, you you know you, you could see it from the sofa he was going the wrong like he'd sold lamb down the river i think you know half a minute before he, he sort of took to inside and then and then hit his shot so yeah it was um it was a lovely strike and a lovely finish but but we gave him we just gave him far too much space now i i also kind of <laughs> missed the first goal going in because i hadn't quite settled down in front of the tv for various reasons and then I think I got up and, and went to the went to the kitchen very briefly, and managed to kind of miss Demopulki's goal as well. Um, Keke, tell us a little bit about that that goal. Yeah, well, um, when when that went in, I thought, right, here we go. You know, if we if we take a uh, take a one one into half time, we'll um, we'll regroup and have have a, have a bit of a chance. But um, 
the goal in itself, I mean, it, um, obviously, Temple Pook is going to going to claim it. He, he ran away celebrating as it as he should, but um, in my mind, it looked a bit like he uh, the clearance from the Ukraine defender sort of cannoned back off of Pukki and, and, and made the ball made its way into the back of the net. But um, but yeah, as I said, I thought but you know poacher's like, goal though being well, being in the right yeah, place at the right time. Exactly that. He's he's got he's got to be in the right place at the right time, and um, and they all count at the end of the day. And we we were taking that. And as I said, you know, like I thought, if we could get in at get in at one one, and um, I mean, what was it? Twenty nine minutes, I think he um, he scored on. So, you know, not 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 another third of the, of the first half to go. But I'm thinking, if we can take a one one into half time, regroup and come out, see what we can do. But we didn't quite um, didn't quite get that opportunity. Mark, can you tell us a little bit about the second Ukraine goal from Yaramchuk on around thirty four minutes? Before we got the equaliser and as we got the equaliser, we, we'd sort of step back into the game. Uh, we'd started to sort of knock the ball about and press quite well in their third. But they'd always look pretty handy on the counter-attack. So they'd been, they were pumping balls basically down the flanks in behind, uh, in behind the, our, our wing-backs. And they went down their, uh, down their right, our left, in behind Raitala. Um, it was a nice little cutback just sort of from the edge of the box uh, towards Tagankov. Uh, and he was, I mean, almost as surprised as we were that he was completely unmarked somewhere near the penalty spot. And he had a, um, it looked like a, an astute th- through ball first take. But if you watch the replays, you'll see he sort of shanked his shot. And it's kind of, it's kind of luckily fell, fallen towards uh, Yeremchuk, who's turned Toivio. Uh, and then he's probably, what is the edge of the six yard box as he sort of places it in? Um, it was a goal that, from a defensive perspective, just had it had, I would say, three or four mistakes in it. Like we didn't cover the runner, uh, we didn't close down in the flank quick enough. We left a guy completely unmarked on the penalty spot. We didn't react where, like when the ball came through, and then Toyo gets turned quite easily, even though by that point it's you know it's it's kind of late in the day. So uh, it looked nice, I suppose. Like it, like it was a, it was a nice move from the Ukrainians but it was just a series of defensive errors. So that goal was on 34 minutes. And, and, and you're right, that's the, 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 the same kind of pattern and play continued until halftime of us being a bit slow and a bit ponderous in the passing and, and Ukraine just being quicker, stronger and a bit more purposeful with, with what, they, what they were doing. Um, and then we went in at, at halftime and... And it kind of continued in the in the second half um, until the substitutions started to be make, made. And then on the 60th minute, uh, Nico Hamelainen and, and Uro Nisila came on and there was an immediate increase in tempo. Yeah, I mean, um, Hamelainen, Hamelainen certainly made a difference. They were, uh, the, team, the team were getting down, getting down his side of the pitch and um, he, put in, he put in a couple of, couple of half decent crosses that you know ultimately come to nothing but he was he was putting the ball in the right area and there was a, a couple of bits right near the end where um the ball came across from the other side and um and Nico was sort of out there free on on his side all, all on his own but again the ball didn't quite make it over to him but um but yeah I certainly think certainly think he he made a difference Nisila he um he saw, he, he looked Go as comfortable as he could on the ball. He was he was looking around, looking for the correct pass. 
couple of threaded through balls to try and make something happen. But um, but yes, you know, I think I think by the time they came on, it was uh, the game. The game was only really going one way. As as I say, even with that that sort of injection of, of impetus that they gave it, um, the game the game still was sort of Finland. Finland just looked second to everything, to be honest. Well, I think, I mean, I think the subs, they highlighted the basic problem, which is that, like, I mean, Lamb, okay, I mean, yeah, he's not been in the folds. You can't you can't pelt him too much. But in addition to not covering defensively, he couldn't connect the play forward. So when Lamb went off, Kamara dropped back. And then you've got sort of Nisila and Lerd that are playing almost as attacking midfielders, sort of on the edge of the centre circle, like in the Ukrainian half. And what you'd find was, you know, whenever we knock the ball around at the back, which we like to do, Ukrainians came out to give us a bit of a press, and in Kamara, he doesn't take up as much space as, as somebody like Sparv, even or actually even as, as much as, as Schuller, uh, and they pressed him pretty quickly, and he didn't have an out ball. Like he didn't have a, um, he had the back three, leg like, behind him, but then he didn't have, he couldn't really find a clear way to get uh, Alho on the right, right along on the left, and then on the subs came in Nisilan and Hammerlein. Um, so he, we, we just couldn't link the play into the final third. And so what we ended up doing was pumping it long a lot of the time. And um, that worked off and on. We didn't look good for the first ball. We didn't, I don't think we ever won a second ball or a knockdown. No. Um, and then we took Yolle off at, some, at, at about 70 minutes. So then any long ball didn't really have any target to hit. Um, and we couldn't really connect it. So Nisila had a, a couple of sort of free kicks. I mean, that that impetus that we got from those substitutions created some bother outside the Ukraine box. And that included sort of a couple of free kicks, one of which Nisila put high, wide and handsome well into the Pocky yeah. Um, And the second one fell to, well, it didn't fall to him. It pinged at Paulus Ariuri as he was running in at the back post. It would have been very difficult for him to keep that on target as he uh, as he proved unfortunately yeah it was a good free kick from Lud. uh like Lud took it took it from the uh, from the right and uh curled it across the keeper this keeper that we actually didn't test either who's 37 you know what i mean and looked from that free kick as well looked like a keeper we should be pinging you know we should we should be trying to work him a bit more arayuri not much you can do when it comes at you like that no, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. And Rich, we, we were thinking about the, the statistics as well, the match stats. And when you look at those stats, it looks quite even. It looks like, uh, or Finland did have the, the, the majority of the possession, 55%, and apparently had nine chances. Um, but it didn't feel like that, did it? No, it was weird when the, the graphics came up on the screen during the game and it was all very even. And I guess, you know, this was the thing is that Finland's kind of, I wouldn't even call them half chances. They had a couple of times when they put the ball in the box or the scrambles that would probably be counted as chances. And and again, it was it's difficult. This is the thing you judge. If you don't watch the game, you think, oh, it's quite even and Ukraine edged it. But it, at no point did the game get particularly close. Um, I mean, Ukraine didn't play at 100% either because they didn't need to. Um, but yeah, it was weird that, again, like the possession was there. But, you know, when Finland had the ball, they didn't do a huge amount with it. I mean, Kamara, before he dropped deep, looked good on the ball going forward. But um, it's just a, it's a strange one, really. And it's difficult because 
after the optimism we've had the last three years. And of course, you know, you're stepping up a level. You know, when Finland played Kazakhstan last month, they played on the front foot and they looked really good, albeit they only scored the once. But against an inferior, a better team who played better on the night, you know, the, all the stats in the world don't really help you if you're making errors, fairly simple errors at the back. And even, you know, even Luke and Goal, there were a couple of times, you know, when you think if he was playing at his best, he'd have held the ball or he'd have, if he'd parried it, it would have gone safe. But a couple of times he parried the ball back into the centre of the goal. And it's just little things like that. And I'm not sure really, you know, people just have off days, but it just, you know, things like that where you kind of put your mortgage on him to, to keep things safe. And he just, a couple of times he did that and, and didn't reassure, which is very worrying. So we've got Kazakhstan coming up again on Tuesday. It's a 5pm kickoff here in Finland. That's 3pm for you two over in the UK. And uh, if you're listening or watching somewhere else, you'd have to work it out for yourself what that means in your own time zone. But, but based on performances today and who was in the team today, what do we expect for, for Tuesday? I'm guessing that Shuda's available again after his ban. So surely he'll come back into the team. But what, who, who else do you think might be back in? No, on River, he'll probably pick exactly the same team like he'll, he'll bring Schuller in as as cover he'll probably keep Raitala on the on the left Alho I guess will have to I mean he went off injured so no okay so maybe Raitala on the right and, and Hamelainen in on the left but I don't think he'll make that many sweeping changes because today when he needed to make changes he also like he was talking before the game about today that that you know they can switch formation whether it's a three like five three two or a four four two like they can they can work stuff out but we never we didn't ever really at any point change it up. And then like the last substitutes that we had today were uh, Roa Piriski and Uronisla. And I like, I like both those guys, but they're really... Uh, Niskanen, sorry, Mark, Niskanen. Sorry, yeah, Niskanen, yeah, sorry, that's right, that's right. Ilmarie Niskanen, that's right. Um, and they're both really good players, but they're really pacey players. And you think, well, you've got Robert Taylor and, and uh, uh, Onni Valakari on the bench who can play with the ball at the feet, play through like a really low block because we were never going to get in behind the way Ukraine were playing today. So, I mean, sorry, that wasn't the question. That was just more complaining. <laughs> no, it's okay. More, more complaining um, is good. Do you, but do you think anything will change for Tuesday? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think, and, and I also think, I mean, we've got to be realistic. We're, we're now just out of the run to get to the playoffs. Mm. I don't think there's any, I, I mean, because, because uh, Bosnia and Ukraine play each other, in the next games, I don't think I don't, I'm not even sure we can get get uh, get to the playoff spots anymore. So our, our number one job is to make sure that this resurgent Kazakhstan don't uh, throw us any surprises. Like oh, I guess the, that's that's a good point. And and in the if you if the look at the episode description for this episode, there'll be a link to the to to Mark's match report, which will be surely coming along soon and uh, in there we'll also put the uh, the table as well but as it stands at the moment France are top on six uh, played six with 12 points Ukraine are second with eight points from six Bosnia Herzegovina are third with six from five Finland are fourth with five from five and Kazakhstan are uh, bottom with three from six so I guess we do still have a game in hand maximum points available 14 but that's includes playing France at home in November so it's going to be 
it's going to be tough. If we win the other two games against Kazakhstan and Bosnia, it gives us 11 points. Ukraine have still got two more games to, to play. They can easily end up on, on 14 themselves. It does look like it's um, it's done, but you know the the guys the guys will try and get up for the game on Tuesday and uh, and yeah you know we've um, we've seen a seen a Finland side beat France <laughs> in a, in recently so um, yeah you, you never know you never know it's um, there's there's still there's still a chance. This is where we get the old uh, dumb and dumber picture oh, out yeah. again. We'll be, but, we'll be um... <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things. I mean that we said. I mean it's people go back to previous episodes when the draw was made I mean realistically France will top the group and then it's one from three um I mean I, I, no one expected Finland to make this a cakewalk but I think uh, it's a, a shame I mean we, we knew this was kind of the game that we needed really we didn't want Ukraine to get any more ground uh, and we'll know a lot more after after Tuesday and, and if Finland can get a good result against Kazakhstan then you know going in Bosnia away after that, and I mean, I mean, Bosnia hadn't won a game in nearly two years, I think, before today. So um, it was just one of those things, really. But um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we'll we'll just have to chalk it up as a as an off day. And you know, unfortunately, it looks like it's it's curtains in the group. But yeah, so you're telling me there's a chance there's we were doing this during the Euros. That's true. Were. There's always a chance. Um, we'll be back on tuesday or we'll be back together on tuesday evening and the the podcast and video will follow soon after that uh remember to uh subscribe to wherever you're watching or listening to this now you can find us on the various social media platforms uh facebook instagram youtube and our various twitter handles uh, keke where can people find you at keke Mulleri on twitter rich where are you at Escape to Swarmy. Mark, you are? At FC Swarmy. And I'm at Explore Finland. Uh, but that's it for this episode. Until the next Finnish football show. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. <laughs>